Today on The Tappy Show, Vivek goes viral at AmeriFest, DeSantis claims Trump may pick Nikki Haley for VP, and DeSantis actually gets the most positive responses he's ever gotten on Twitter in probably years, but Light POV tweet is ratioed, getting only 120 likes, SpaceX to start mobile testing, Costco sold about $100 million in gold last quarter, and Quaker Tree Bars are being recalled due to potential contamination. All of that and much, much more on The Topping Show. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topping Show is sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value-added research and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder released twice today. Gotta say he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see, that's a joke. If you're an IT there or a business owner, you can reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also, trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of December, so if you could click that button, I would greatly appreciate it. Now, going over to the business part of the podcast, you have SpaceX to start mobile testing. Now, SpaceX is one of Elon's myriad of companies that he's founded throughout the years, and perhaps being one of the most revolutionary ones, giving reliable, well, debatable reliably, depending on who you talk to, but satellite interconnection wherever you need it. So it's great. I actually had a couple of friends who used that at the last track day where we go into the middle of nowhere where you have all these fun little tracks you can race across. But there's not a traditional, you know, there's no Google Fiber out there. Let's just say that much. Well, Google also killed that product as they do many products out the years. But nevertheless, long story short, there's very not so great reception out, options out there. So a lot of people will bring their RVs, will actually bring the little SpaceX, little Starlink, little satellite thingamajiggies, which is probably the mech. Probably a marketing fail that Elon has had a really cool revolutionary sticky name that makes you remember in your head. But the way I described it is just as accurate. Now, recently, FCC has cleared SpaceX for the mobile test. Now, this will test how a Starlink satellite communications with cell phones in the U.S. The Federal Communications Commission granted Elon Musk owned company request to partner with T-Mobile for a six-month trial, which will involve about 840 satellites and 2,000 testing devices in about two dozen locations. Cell carriers are easier to start the era of satellite-enabled service because it would be as a boon to users in remote areas without cell towers. But companies like AT&T, Dish Network, and Globesart have raised worries about how it could quote-unquote disrupt their services. AKA, also known as how to put them out of service and out of business. Now, this is going to Bobby Armstrong, who's the editor over at LinkedIn News. And they also know that SpaceX would launch its first direct-to-sell satellites Saturday. And the approval came two days after the FCC affirmed its 2022 decision to deny Starlink almost $900 million in rural broadband subsidies. Which is pretty crazy. Every other company can apply for that and get that, but they can't. It's almost as if if the government has favorites and likes to deny some. Oh, who am I kidding? That can't be true, could it? Well, wait. Yes, absolutely. It can be, of course. I'd be interested to see, because again, it used to be, if you're on a satellite phone, which is, maybe back in my day, it used to be the OG technology that only a few people would ever fathom getting. Famously shown in Jurassic Park 2, 3, or 4. I forget which number it is. They're on these days. But a pinnacle point in the movie was someone had a satellite phone. It was magical to the average user, because you can use it in the middle of nowhere, because, again, the way you and I, most of our cell phones, we rely on an infrastructure of cell towers, which are actually, interestingly enough, owned by a third party, not by the AT&T and Verizons. They actually bid and basically rent out portions of usage on those towers. So it'll be interesting to see how this progresses, but it very well could be revolutionary, and 
I mean, it would be a shame if we actually, you know, put a couple of those old, old little legacy providers out of business with a new awesome solution to actually provide exceptional service. Now, I guess a million dollar question or multi-billion dollar question is what would the price point be to the end user? But it'll be fascinating to see how Elon continues to make a dent in the universe, as cliche as that might sound. Other interesting business news, you have Costco sold about $100 million in gold in one fiscal quarter. Now, this is thanks to Bobby Armstrong. Again, he's on a, on a roll writing all these articles at LinkedIn. And it, they noted that LinkedIn, they, <coughs> excuse me, Costco had sold more than $100 million in gold bars in the last recent quarter. The company's CFO told analysts during a Thursday earnings call the one-ounce bars were, members were limited to only buying two. They know that they usually sell them out within a few hours. This is according to Richard Galanti, again, the CFO. They also know that Costco has more than 42 million members. They carry the 24-carat bars from South Africa's refinery and Swiss supplier, P-A-M-A-P, Swiss. It looks like the website shows the bars were $2,069.99 a pop. So that is quite a pretty penny. Although, in reality, it's actually much, much more valuable than a pretty penny since nowadays, a good metaphor for U.S. currency as well, some might say, a U.S. penny is worth basically nothing. It's 99.99% zinc, which is garbage, and then it's copper-plated. Whereas the old good pennies, the you know, vintage ones, those are actually made from a majority copper, which is actually worth something in a myriad of applications. So it'll be interesting to see. I suspect a lot of people are just starting to look at whether well, there's some alternatives. And again, this is not a financial advice by any means, but I think a lot of people are starting to wonder, well, if I put my money, my U.S. dollars in a savings account, the banks really don't really pay much at all these days for interest to do that. If I just hold cash at home, well, cash, well, the government just keeps printing more money, making my dollar that I try to save worth even less and less and less. So I guess I believe a lot of Americans, a lot of people actually, are turning to perhaps the oldest, most viable currency or commodity in history since the dawn of time. Gold has always been worth something, and it's also just like a pitch for all those cliche um, gold companies, but it's not. Although perhaps I should sign up for an affiliate link, but another topic for another time, perhaps. But gold has a myriad of applications. Granted, so to me, it'd be mostly aerospace and automotive for the, like the McLaren F1, the most iconic car in history, actually uses gold-plated shield heat shields to help dissipate the heat. It's fascinating, the actual application there is for gold, in addition to the cliche use of jewelry. But I suspect if more and more people are worried about the volatility of the U.S. dollar and the U.S. government causing more and more inflation, I think that's one of the contributing reasons of why Costco is just selling out like darn near instantly every time they put this up for sale. And again, it's not financial advice by any means, but let's just say you, um, gold has held its value a lot more throughout history than the U.S. dollar, to say the least. And of course, it'll be interesting to see what's more valuable at the end of the day or of our lifetimes, but as I always say, time shall tell. Now, going over to the culture part of the podcast, you have Bud Light POV tweet ratio getting only 120 likes, which is also known as nothing. I mean, not to brag to my own horn, but one of my videos, I think a half a year ago, got over 121 likes, not to my own horn. But again, Bud Light is a multi-billion dollar national company. One would think they'd have more than 120 fans. I mean, shoot, presumably they have more than 120 employees left at the company. One would think they would probably at least like it in that case. But then again, if the company was actually as good at social media, they wouldn't have shot themselves in the high-heeled boot like DeSantis similarly did and have the worst marketing campaign history costing them literally hundreds of millions of dollars, as well as in sales and billions of dollars in stock valuation. Yeah, 
let's just say they are the business blunder of the century, bar none. Now, going to the specific tweet, again, this is from Bud Light's specific handle. It says, POV, you're one step closer to the Super Bowl. And it says, post a pick with this hashtag score a seat, hashtag sweepstakes, and you could score a seat at Super Bowl, I don't know, sports balls. So Super Bowl LV111. Learn more here. And unfortunately, I went to public school, so I don't know Roman numerals in that case. Thankfully, Sylvester Stallone did help a lot of Americans out with the Rocky films. There's a little of a little education there, you could argue. And now, Bud Light also posted a picture with this, and with someone holding a Bud Light aluminum bottle, and it has a horseshoe on the bottle, presumably, which is a sports balls team. I think they were in the Super Bowl when I was a kid. Years ago. I don't know the last time they actually won, but I think, I think they made an appearance at one point. Probably. Maybe. Now... That only got 100, again, 120 likes out of 23,000 views. So needless to say, not very popular. And go to the comments section. Let's see if there's any real ones. I don't know if this is a serial killer, but someone just has a picture of them holding a aluminum bottle of Bud Light. And the person's background is just a bunch of nondescript cardboard boxes. Perhaps it's a box fort. But they don't even label it Fort Kickass, so really, it's not really that good of a fort at all. If it is a box fort, and this person allegedly is real, they have, they have 528 followers, joined in 2012, and well, no, they're mentally vacuous. They're moronic. They're one of those people. I can't help but think it's probably a bot. But every one of their posts is just a repost or a retweet. Of some business saying, hey, we're going to give a $100 gift card to whoever retweets the most or some bullshit crap like that. Or it's clearly just a scam. So the first comment is just a picture. No one liked it. Which is so pathetic. Not even Bud Light liked that. So Bud Light responded to that. And they said, don't forget to use these hashtags so we could scam more people. But Bud Light did not even like the person who posted that picture. Which, again, that's the bare minimum. If you're a social media company, one would think... You would like the people who contributed it to your message in a positive manner. Now, of course, I mean, Bud Light is terrible at marketing, so perhaps they don't know that. So let's keep scrolling down. So this is the first comment that has any likes. Very first comment that got any likes comes from Tom Ferry. And Tom Ferry simply said, quote, Tranny water, unquote. That got 24 likes. Now, the second, actually, here's one even more popular from CMT John Prescott, MD, and he simply, not even a word, just sent a picture response with Dylan Mulvaney dressed up, again, biological man, dressed up as Audrey Hepburn with the, what is it, the elbow high gloves, a dress, some necklaces, and a smile as awkward as Ron DeSantis' smile. Or mine. They're not all great, I'll be honest. But awkward to say the least. That got 37 likes. Again, that say picture is worth a thousand words. That picture is worth, well, it costs Bud Light directly. They paid Dylan Mulvaney $185,000 for a couple of pictures with their product, which I can't fathom making so much money for doing so little work. And ironically enough, you can also say a picture is worth, you know, a million words. It's worth, that picture is worth hundreds of millions of dollars in lost sales and billions of dollars in lost stock valuation. So a very valuable picture, although not valuable in the good way. So again, that got 37 likes. Now, again, this appears to be a person. Yorkie Mom texted a picture with the sweepstakes saying, yes, please, fingers, fingers crossed, and it's a picture of it's a very manly-looking hand. But, 
an alleged female hand holding a can of Bud Light. Which, again, I don't know how sad your life is where you hope to win a Bud Light contest. I mean, I'm not saying you need to see a psychiatrist or I'm not a fan of that kind of thing. I don't, I'm not saying you need a therapist if your life is so vacuous that you actually take time to retweet things for Bud Light to try to win Bud Light. But let's look at, let's see if this is a real person. Maybe it's a robot. So she says he's a mother of two beautiful daughters, fifth grade math teacher, joined in 2015, picture of a Yorkie. I'll allow it. Got 3,585 followers. And she's tweeting saying our classroom, oh, uh, these Lysol wipes. Interesting. And of course, she's mentally vacuous. First repost, you can win a Nintendo Switch. Second repost, $500 giveaway. Just retweet. What's this third one? If I hit 100, this one, another Ash. So she just reposted this thing from Ash Crypto saying, quote, if I hit 400K or 900K followers by the end of 2003, I'll give $5,000 Bitcoin to 50 people. Just retweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bull crap. So I, again, I don't know if these people just have copious amounts of time on their hands or there, there has to be some software that enables you to just join every sweepstakes on the Twitter sphere. But, I mean, let me know in the comments. Are there, do you think these are real people? Like, I can't help but think, probably not. And again, no likes. So Bud Light did not even like that, which was a picture of Bud Light. And they even used the stupid hashtags. So again, I don't know who's working at Bud Light marketing department, but perhaps they're inebriated by drinking Bud Light. Or some might say poisoned. Little column A, little column B. Let's see. Someone by the name of CJ Queen. I don't know if she's a hostage, but this appears to be a woman smiling, holding a bottle of Bud Light, and she did use the hashtag score a seat. Hashtag Aus first pack. Australia versus pack. I don't know what that means. Nevertheless, that did get one like. Can't help but wonder, is she a real person? Let's see. She has 905 followers. She's joined in 2013. And again, mentally vacuous moron. All this person does is retweet. So this person did the, I hate this. This is so annoying. The hashtag millions, they literally say, one person retweets and follows after hashtag millions was $100. Tag a friend so you can scan them as well. Granted, I changed the vernacular a little bit on the second sentence, but again, every one of these people just retweets that. She's also retweeting to win a allegedly win a MacBook Air, which of all the things to win in a giveaway, that's got to be loaded with malware if they even do win the damn thing. She also says retweet so you can win this Funko Pop thingamajig, retweet so you can win a computer, retweet so you can win some gift card to Chick-fil-A. I mean, all this person does is retweet so they could potentially win free crap. <clears throat> so again, I don't think this is a real fan of Bud Light. Although they somehow got a picture of them holding a bottle of it, which I can't imagine you would actually talk about an embarrassing photo being leaked to the public. Imagine if you had a picture of you drinking or holding a can or some vessel of Bud Light. I shudder to think. Let's see. Continuing to go down. Again, those are getting zero likes or she got one like. So here's Real Rick Steele, 1950. And there's a picture of a man with a mustache, so I assume he is the real Rick. And he says, quote, Queen of Beers, no thanks, unquote. I got four likes. Jim Eagle simply says, quote, no thanks, I plan to keep my dick, unquote. 
At first, I got 12 likes. Let's see. John Dosico, he has a GIF, or the, actually, no, this is a May, or as a youth might call it, a meme. It's the Asian doctor who, he's a real doctor in real life, and became a doctor, or he became an actor, and he was on the Hangover movies. I forget his name. He's a pretty good actor. I, but is a, I forgot what TV show he's also in. But it's an instance where he's simply holding his hands and yelling gay in a classroom, obviously pejoratively. That got 27 likes. Goonies never say die, which, I was going to say, this person should get some marketing kudos because their hashtag is truffle shuffle, which is a good oddish to an old film called The Goonies, which I'd say it's a classic in some regards. While usually I yeah, have the little asterisk, I say most classics usually have to be in black and white, but... Yeah, I'd say it's a pretty good child classic. It, it's worth a watch or two, I'd say. And they simply posted a picture of someone uh, being serviced. It looks like a gentleman being serviced from behind. And the person is holding a Bud Light aluminum can. That got 37 likes. Although, let's see here. No, I'm just scrolling through to see what else here. Adventures of J and K simply says woke, and that got nine likes. Again, everything that Jesus, some of these photos are quite horrific. Like the people taking pictures of them holding the Bud Light. Jeez Louise, I, I, I yeah, no. So there, are, there are a couple of pictures of people volunteer, oh, allegedly volunteering. Now this, who is this? I can't help but think this is a phony. So this is someone named Heather, and she's holding 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. She's holding 10 cans of Bud Light, which, that's a full load that she could handle. I mean, she looks like she, she could probably handle that much liquor. Or granted, there's not much actual alcohol in Bud Light. But I keep, I swear I've seen that picture again and again. Let's go to her profile. I wonder if she's just a retweeter. Or in terms of she just retweets the same dumb photo from every Bud Light thing. Now, her name is Heather. She says... Oh, at least she's transparent about what she's here from Twitter for. She says she's, quote, here for contest and sports. Family sports, loving life, unquote. She's from California, joined in 2017. She has 159 followers and a picture of a cat. And Paul Prince emoji in the profile name, which I even know you can do. Now, going to her profile, it looks like retweets for something where you can win cash app. Repeat, a repeat. Yeah, repost so you can win a pizza. Repost so you can win more cash app crap. Jesus, it's a bunch of them. 412 tickets. It must be a way to win, win sports balls tickets because that's she's doing that a lot. Reposting more sports ball giveaways, more giveaways. Something with the something called the green light zone with Chris Long. But there's not even a picture of like a light bulb, so it's kind of marking fail. I don't know what he means by the green light zone. Apparently it's a sports ball thing. So this gal really likes pizza and sports ball tickets because everything she does is repost. And then she says, oh, another scam, for, another gift card. Help me win this Nintendo gift card. I shall not. So again, it looks like all the people, I don't, I don't know if these are 1099 individual contractors for Bud Light, but I can't help but notice every time, a majority of the time when we investigate the positive posts that are around Bud Light, these people just repost for any business. It's not like they're genuine fans. It, I can't but wonder, do all these businesses just pay them like a dollar per post? Like, there has to be some monetary or some reason they're doing this, right? 
and I'm just scrolling down more and more. And hilariously enough, let's see. Yeah, none of them. I mean, none of these are getting really positive responses. All the things that are getting liked are all pejorative against Bud Light. Now, I know there's a lot of material to work with. Somebody named CPT John Prescott, MD, says, quote, If you drink that, you may want to consider joining the LGBTQ community. Not that there's anything wrong with that, unquote. I got seven likes. And, I mean, they still, they donate a lot of their time and money for those marketing activities for those types of parades. So that's not a new observation, so to say. I think it's been like 20 or 30 years. I mean, their support of that particular community is not a new thing. I think perhaps it's being more critiqued now since they're quote unquote sponsoring quote unquote child friendly drag shows, which there's no goddamn thing. There's no, there's no such thing. Just as there's no such thing as a child friendly strip club. They're all highly sexual by its very nature and known with a modicum of intelligence, whatever, allow, yeah, let, yeah, alone encourage those types of activities. And I mean, a lot of these. Comments are still roasting the company. We'll do one or two more. Someone by the name of Quacker says, quote, No thanks. Maybe Dylan will buy one. Who would be associated anymore with Bud Light? Unquote. They got 10 likes. Now, for the record, it looks like Dana White made about $100 million for the, the UFC deal. So, they would. And I don't think that's going to debt their sales too much in terms of like a UFC boycott. That, that industry of fighting, there's not a lot of competition. I know Bellator, there's, there's competition. But there's, there's not very much competition for a USC contender. So that's why I think it's going to be a lot harder for anyone to really successfully boycott that association. But we shall see. And I, yeah, as I keep scrolling down more and more, Kelly Lociardo says, quote, piss water, unquote, gets seven likes. David, whose pronouns are awesome and magnificent. I approve. He says, quote, we will never buy your product again, unquote. I got seven likes. See, one more. So Zuma says, "Quote: Pro marketing tip: Your marketing team should be the same demographics as your target market." And it has a picture of a can of Bud Light plus Alyssa Heiderschild, who is the mentally vacuous, to say the least, mentally vacuous VP of marketing. Very proud. She's actually on LinkedIn saying she's the very first woman at Andrews Bush and first woman in the industry to do so. She's the one who thought of the idea. Oh yeah, let's do Still Mulvaney. Pay this person one hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. Alienate about thirty percent of our fan base as their sales of presume all crashed by about 30% week over week. And then the week equal sign is a picture of, again, Dylan Mulvaney dressed up as Audrey Hepburn with the glove, the, the elbow gloves, the dress, and the hair. And their smile is as, as awkward as the Santa's smile or as awkward as my smile. They're all debatably or equally about equally awkward. And that got 22 likes. So again, as the youth might say, Bud Light was ratioed to say the least. And again, given the traction and the trajectory of their marketing campaigns or lack thereof, I don't see the boycott slowing down anytime soon. Even though we've had some major celebrities say, okay, it's time to pull, you know, pump the brakes, it's time to stop, you know, now it's time to buy the product again. I mean, their sales figures are not reflecting a mass increase or really any change in the boycott in terms of the fiscal, uh, fiscally speaking. But again, we'll see, the, the, I mean, as going to say, the calendar year is almost done, so let's see their fiscal Q4 numbers, in, you know, shortly. And as I always say, time shall tell. Now, going over to the political part of the podcast, you have DeSantis claiming Trump might pick Nikki Haley for VP. And interestingly enough, DeSantis actually probably gets more positive comments here than any of his other tweets the whole year. Granted, the bar is quite low. Some might say lower than his high-heeled boots, 
But nevertheless, usually when you look at the DeSantis campaign and the DeSantis war room on the social media, it's usually 50-50, eh, about 50-50 between 50% of people critiquing him and joking about him and 50% agreeing him, giving him some positive accolades in the responses. And this case specifically is from the DeSantis war room, which I was saying their marketing is the worst marketing on the planet, but at least they have a cute crocodile in the little Twitter handle. Although, debatably, it might be an alligator. Truth be told, I can't tell the difference between the two emojis. I apologize. I will I will do a little studying over the weekend, perhaps. Now, they actually shared a video. Before the video, they did a little bit of text. And this went pretty viral for the DeSantis campaign. Usually, they'll get between maybe you know, 120, 350,000 views on the Twitter. Or, as, you know, more and more people are starting to call it the X. Which, let me know in the comments. Do you still call it Twitter? Or are you... Full on board saying, I was on the X this weekend. I posted on the X this weekend. I read this on the X. I'd be fascinated to hear your anecdotal evidence in regard to my small anecdotal evidence with my circle of friends. Most of us are still calling it the Twitter. And unfortunately, it's a little disappointing. They, a couple of my friends, they don't, they don't say they tweet, but they do say they post, which, eh, to me, tweets sounded always cooler. But nevertheless, now, the Santa's Worm said, and this is the text before the little video here, and they say, quote, Breaking, asking twice if he would consider Nikki Haley, Democrat of South Carolina, as his vice president running mate, Donald Trump did not rule it out. Quote, I've always gotten along with Nikki, unquote. Reminder, Haley and Trump have together spent over $30 million in false negative TV ads against Ron DeSantis. Trump, Trump has spent zero against Haley, unquote. And this is a fun little, yeah, I don't know if it's fun, but it is a video about a minute and 39 seconds long without further ado play that really quick her daughter-in-law lara said this week on newsmax that uh she was asked would, would you consider nikki haley as your running mate in uh, 2024 and she said never say never would, would you really consider nikki well, haley that's an interesting uh that's an issue i i wouldn't right now i'm not even thinking about that uh, I've always gotten along with Nikki, but I think, you know, what she did was uh, I would never run against the president. He was a great president and all of that. And then, you know, a year, two years later, she just, oh, I guess I'll run. Uh, and hasn't picked up much steam. You know, they say surge, but the one that's surging is us because I went up 10 points and she went up three and the sanctus went down. So that's not much of a surge, although it is a surge against him. He's uh, doing very poorly, actually. So never say never to, uh, to, to picking Nikki as your running mate, or, or would you say never? Well, look, I think it's unlikely because, you know, it's one of those things. I think it's unlikely. Uh, we have uh, some things in common and some things we don't have in common, and some of those things are pretty important. We have, uh, obviously, it's a, mine is a campaign of common sense. We want strong borders. we got to have our borders back. We have to have elections. We have to have a strong and powerful elections that are honest as opposed to what we've had. We've had, you know, we're like a third world country. Uh, we have things in common. We have things that uh, I probably wouldn't agree with her very much on, but we have a lot of great candidates. That's one thing. I don't think about it too much, I have to tell you, but we have a lot of great candidates. And again, this is probably one of the most popular feedback DeSantis has ever gotten. I say that because I did check out the first couple comments, and believe it or not, they weren't roasting DeSantis, as that's usually the norm. Great, DeSantis has never been as bad as Chris Christie. 
here on the show we actually coined the term the Chris Christie effect, which is a mathematical phenomenon in which you get zero positive responses from your original tweet. Which again, presumably Chris Christie has family, friends, a campaign staff, and yet there are two times on the show where he scrolled all the way to the bottom of the comments and they didn't have one positive response, which is a fascinating phenomenon. I believe Nikki Haley came close to that once or twice, but no one has yet really passed Chris Christie in that regard. He has a big advantage, pun moderately intended. Now, let's go down the comments in this specific case. And again, it's got specifically got 974,300 views. Now, interestingly enough, not a lot of love, not a lot of like. Got 1.4 thousand likes, which actually, let's pull up the calculator here, because that, that might be a record for the least amount of likes, interestingly enough. So we're going to take that 1,000. And I know U.S. public schools are all-time low for testing of mathematics, science, history, Heck, the ACT scores were at a 32-year low, and yet the unions, those are teachers' unions, they say they deserve even more money. Right. Needless to say, we're going to actually provide more value right here, right now, than some public schools in the United States, which is actually kind of sad. So we're going to turn this into a percentage, folks. So 1,400 people like this. So 1,400 divided by 974,300. That gives us 0.0014369. Now, let's turn it into a percentage. We're going to multiply that by 100. That gives us 0.14369. Or if we feel so inclined, we could round down to 0.14% of people who saw this post liked it. Which is, granted, it's not the Chris, Chris, it's not the Chris Christie effect. It's not that bad. But that's pretty, pretty darn low. Now, Let's go to the comments and see where are the top comments. Scrolling down, one of the first comments comes from DeSantis War Room. They responded to their own post, but nevertheless, it did get 144 likes. They responded with a tweet from Rob Piners saying, quote, negative spending against Ron DeSantis passed 30 million after the latest 1 million ad buy from Nikki Haley's Super PAC SFP fund which allocated $887,917 towards targeting DeSantis in Iowa and $155,350 boosting Haley in New Hampshire. Which, geez louise, I sometimes forget how much copious amounts of money is put into marketing of candidates, which is almost also hilarious when you think Michael Bloomberg, he spent probably the most of any candidate, and yet his likability didn't go up in one iota. That's probably one of the best examples of money can't buy you everything in life. Well, many things, but not everything. Now, one of the first comments that isn't from the DeSantis campaign staff comes from Unfiltered Boss. And he says, quote, Magadonians will eat a turd emoji sandwich if Trump makes them and they will love it, unquote. They got 206 likes, which I'm not sure that's so much as praising DeSantis or just hating on Trump, but it's not hating on DeSantis, which makes it a unique comment, needless to say. Scrolling down, someone by the name of TRM Manga Little Vessel says, quote, Trump told all of you that he was not going to make anyone in the current primary running to be his VP. You missed that one, apparently, unquote. That got 50 likes. Janie Curtin says, quote, I was curious, so I asked the Trump supporters commenting on a Trump war room post what they thought. Let's just say many were not thrilled of the idea of a Haley Trump package deal. It looks like she had a sample size of 67 votes. And the question was, question for Trump voters, if Trump made Nikki Haley his VP pick, would you still vote for him? Of the 67 voters, 33%, absolutely 100%, 10% said maybe, and 57% said 
said, no, she can't be trusted, unquote. And that comment by Janie Curtin got 66 likes. And, yeah, I'd say this, again, it's a small sample size, but given what Nikki Haley stands for, her track record, her current talking points, there's just not a lot of, compa- there's not a lot of compa- really, again, I'm not a doctor. However, if you click the subscribe button, it may help with my enunciation and my speech impediments. Maybe it will help in those ineptitudes. Again, there's very few certainties in life. Nothing's 100%. But if you click subscribe, it may very well assist in my goal to become a proficient or at least moderately competent speaker. And I appreciate the subscribe button as well. But again, with Nikki Haley, their ideals are so different. I don't suspect Trump would ever pick Nikki Haley. He's going to pick someone who is more... Obviously, well, not obviously. I think he's going to pick someone who's more complimentary towards his ideals and in more, I would say, maybe a little bit more quote unquote moderate so he can gather more of those independent middle of the road voters. When again, he already has the people who love Trump. They love Trump. He's going to get those votes regardless. What he really needs to do is very similar to why he chose Mike Pence, who was a nobody or not nobody. He wasn't uh, well known or well recognized before the election. But a lot of people think. In some ways, he rounded him out. Well, granted, Pence was a disappointment in many ways. But nevertheless, I think he'll pick someone who's a little bit more known in limelight, probably. But who knows? I might be wrong. Maybe he'll pick Alex Jones to be the VP. Who knows? I mean, just for entertainment effect alone, that'd be highly amusing. Now, going back to the comments and away from my ADHD, or ADHD, as some might say, Bert Hatter says, quote, Nikki would serve the same purposes that Pence did to make Trump appear more conservative than he is. I'd be surprised if she took the job. I think she's smart enough to know that it... It's B to the end of her political career, just as it is B for Pence, unquote. Grammar be damned, that's how they wrote it. Sometimes it isn't my speaking enough to, sometimes it is how it was written. That did get 14 likes, though, however. Chris Topher says, quote, Nikki is always campaigning for BP anyways, getting 14 points, or 14 likes. Lulu Attic says, quote, if Dear Leader says Haley is okay, they'll swallow it, unquote, getting 41 likes. And we'll, uh... Disclaimer, this person does have an alligator in their profile little emoji name. So, probably just, probably a fan of DeSantis. Let's see here. Someone by the name of All-American Dad, who gets an A-plus for marketing since their picture is of the iconic Iwo Jima lifting the flag up, which is one of the most prolific pictures in U.S. history. Or, let's be honest, world history, because the U.S. is awesome like that. And All-American Dad says, and he has an American flag pic emoji in his profile name. Oh, wow, perfect. Now, he says, quote, even in questions about Nikki Haley, Trump shows his hand by changing subjects to Ron DeSantis. It's crystal clear who he sees as his biggest threat. Hashtag DeSantis for president. Unquote. I got 74 likes. And I guess, <laughs> excuse me, so getting over a little something here. I think it is fair to say, I don't think Trump sees anyone as a threat except DeSantis because DeSantis, while he is shooting himself in the high heel boots more and more with his campaign, he is the one who is closest to Trump in the numbers. Granted, Trump is around 63%. DeSantis is already down to like 12.3% in the poll aggregators, which again, DeSantis started at like 30 plus percent, which is almost a marketing phenomenon of ineptitudes. Again, we'll see if they're able to turn it around. Someone by the name of Lee Ritz says, quote, the whiplash from bird brain to potential VP is making my brain hurt, unquote, getting 40 likes. Let's see here. Can you just scroll down? Let's see. Susan says, quote, it's not going to be anyone on the Rhino debate stage, unquote. They got four likes. Tinfoil Batty says, quote, he's not thinking about his VP. 
he knows he's going to prison, unquote, getting 10 likes. Robert Salvador says, quote, shocker, unquote, getting 6 likes. Let's see here. USA Trust Trump says, quote, we know that being seven at 7% has to hurt, unquote, getting 7 likes. Although, in full transparency, in the poll aggregators, DeSantis is around 123 to 12.6%, which, again, is still nothing compared to Trump, where Trump is at 63.2% in the poll aggregators. So, yeah, the delta is growing exponentially. And as you can continue to go down, Jerry Gray says, quote, Haley has always been running for VP, unquote, getting seven likes. Let's see here. So interestingly enough, not so much pro DeSantis, but a lot of people just a lot of people just hating on Trump. So I don't know if this is a win for DeSantis, or maybe. I mean, this might help him in the polls a little bit. Let me know in the comments if you think this will be a net positive, net negative for the DeSantis campaign. But, I mean, I guess it is prudent for the DeSantis campaign to target the biggest targets that are close to him in the polls. Again, Nikki Haley is getting closer and closer around DeSantis. And again, DeSantis is going after Trump, of course, because Trump is way ahead of the polls. So it'll be interesting to see how this affects their numbers. But, as I always say, time shall tell. Other interesting political news, you have Vivek going viral at AmeriFest. Now, this was posted all over the Twitter sphere, or is more and more people are starting to call it the X. Though, so, let me know in the comments. Do you still call it Twitter, or do you call it X? Now, this was posted originally, well, hard to find out who did it originally, originally. I think the post-millennial originally posted it, but it was made famous by the Hodge twins. This got 1.2 million views, or as the youth might say, it went viral, to say the least. Now, the Hodge twins, before the video, they say, quote, This is how we gotta be, no more being quiet, unquote. And again, this got 1.2 million views and 20,000 likes, which is quite a bit. And if you can click the like button on this video, I'd greatly appreciate it. There's, someone might say there's no chance this will get one of 20,000 likes, but a wise pilot once said, never tell me the odds. Go Star Trek. Haha, that's a joke. I know that's from this. I know that's from Harrison Ford. And without further ado, I will play that video here really quick. We demand a government that tells us the truth again in this country. That's what we require. We can handle the truth. That's what it means to be a citizen of this country. So I say that on that last debate stage to a bunch of Republicans that are shaking in their boots. These are the things you're not supposed to say in the Republican Party even today. And then you get the mainstream media. You got this character Van Jones on CNN afterwards saying, this is the rise of an American demagogue who's going to live 50 years longer than Trump. This is dangerous. I am shaking. That's what he says. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> At a certain point, just shut the fuck up. Van Jones at CNN. We're done with it. Dropping the F-bomb, as youth might say, being badass, maybe? Nah, I'm just kidding. They probably don't say that anymore. There's probably some cool slang I don't know of that was just invented last week to describe it, perhaps. And I can't but think, yeah, that's probably going to be pretty good in the comments. But let's dive in the comments and find out. Someone by the name of Final Cut Michigan says, quote, Scorched Earth Vivek is my favorite Vivek, unquote, getting 331 likes. 
Crocsed Out says, quote, this is why I like Vivek so much. He says, he's saying what needs to be said and isn't going to take any guff from those who tell him he does it, he shouldn't speak the truth. No more quiet, unquote. Getting 151 likes and bonus points for using a funny word like guff. Obviously for new words to spice up the vocabulary and I appreciate that. Let's see here. Mr. Fish, who as I inspect the picture, does get any minus for marketing because I do have a picture of a gentleman holding a fish. So it does make sense. You get what you, you're thinking. This guy says, quote, this dude can't be trusted. He's too perfect, heavily, heavily questionable, unquote. This sounds grammatically awkward, but I suppose that's right. That did get 56 likes. Setor Verdur says, quote, Vivek taking a page from Elon Viral Clip Playbook. Love it. It works, unquote. Getting 36 likes. Power Out Patriot says, quote, just flexing truth and spitting fire, unquote. Getting 83 likes. Let's see here. Caroline says, quote, get mad, get good at the game, win, unquote. Getting 27 likes. Hardboiled Egg which A plus marketing says it is in fact a profile picture of a hard boiled egg painted in the American flag, but eggs can't type as far as I can tell. So we'll say this alleged hard boiled egg. They say, quote, the silent majority, no more. I'm quoting 57 likes. Durr says, quote, I will listen to this a thousand times. I'm quoting 99 likes. DJ Davis says, quote, hashtag Elon Musk definitely started a new trend. Fuck. Unquote. Getting 72 likes. PD says, quote, I love what he is saying, but I think he may be a WEF Trojan horse. Still love what he is saying. I'd rather have him than Trump, unquote. Getting 37 likes. Someone did, America AF simply took a picture of Vivek behind red, white, and blue flag, or colors, and they have the quote, shut the F up, Vivek. They got 234 likes. A music asks, who would you want to be VP? Of the 460 votes that were cast, and the four options being Ron, Nikki, Vivek, Other, six, only six people liked it, but 460 votes, not too bad for a Twitter poll. That guy, again, 2% said Ron, 1.1% said Nikki Haley, 87.6% said Vivek, and 9.3% said Other, or Hashtag or other slash comment. Let's see here. Let's see here. And as I scroll through more and more, all these comments getting between maybe three to twelve likes, all saying, you know, great job, Vivek. Vivek is a G. Uh, a lot of people saying good job, F yeah. Hashtag got balls. Let's see here. Exactly for America. It's a lot of positive comments. So perhaps, man, perhaps one of the most popular posts that he's had. Let's see here. Let's see. So it'll be interesting to see, again, will this help Vivek in the polls? That's the big question, because again, he's been dropping in the polls. And when you look at the headlines of who's getting most of the funding, Nikki Haley has been ramping up her funding exponentially as a lot of the donors who originally were backing around DeSantis shifted their donations to Nikki Haley. 
And she's going up in the polls pretty impressively. She's now nearly neck and neck between Ron DeSantis. In the poll aggregator, she is within 1% of Ron DeSantis. Not that being said, Trump is still 50 to 60 points ahead of everyone in most of the poll aggregators. But still, Vivek has gone down a little bit. He's closer to around 4.5 or actually let me pull up right now really quick. And again, we get new polls every day and the poll aggregator changes very much like a public traded stock. So this could very well be outdated as soon as I actually publish this video. But again, it looks like Trump is at 63.1% in the poll aggregator. DeSantis is at 12.3%. Okay, Haley went down a little bit. She's now at 10.7%. Vivek Ramaswamy is at 3.9%. Chris Christie is around. Well, he's also around physically, but pun moderately intended. Chris Christie is at 2.9%. And Hutchinson is at still at 0.7%. So it'll be interesting to see. Again, Vivek is saying a lot of things that resonate with a lot of people, but why is he not translating to these polls more often? Is it, again, the sample sizes? I mean, a poll aggregator, again, nothing is, you're never going to have a perfect poll. It's darn near impossible. But a poll aggregator is pretty good because that is aggregation of all the polls together. So, again, let me know in the comments. I mean, Vivek is saying a lot of things that make a lot of people happy. There's a lot of people agreeing with him on social media. I think this, it is resonating with a lot of people, but thus far past couple weeks it hasn't been translating to the polls let me know what does he need to do differently or what does he need to say or what 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 does he need to emphasize more as a prospective candidate to get more people to vote for him in these polls and really boost him in the nominee be fascinated to hear what you have to say now going over to the business blunder of the day you have quaker oaks chewy bar recalled due to possible contamination now, this comes to us thanks to a writer by the name of Malith Deliso at ABC News. And they specifically say that Quaker Oats is recalling dozens of granola products due to the potential salmonella contamination. Now, the good news is Quaker said that it has not yet received any confirmed reports of illness amid the recall. So, the silver lining, or in this case, the high fructose corn syrup lining, is that, well, they got ahead of the game, so to say. They're ahead of all the problems, which, again comes to any recall, it's automotive, food, whatever the recall it is, the sooner you can get ahead of the problem, the better. Because again, when you had the bad headlines, in some cases, very unfortunately, the deadly headlines, that's when even more public perception is going to be scrutinized. It's going to be even more negatively impacting the brand. Now, they noted that the specific recalls are impacting more than 40 granola bar and granola cereal products. This is according to the announcement posted on the food, U.S. Food and Drug Administration website last Friday. Quaker said that the list of products, quote, have the potential to be contaminated with salmonella, unquote. Now they said that no, granted no further details were provided about the potential contamination. And they also clarified, quote, to date Quaker has received no confirmed reports of illnesses related to this product covered by the recall. Quaker has informed the FDA of our actions, unquote. Now it looks like the products were sold throughout the United States as well as Puerto Rico, Guam, and Saipan. It's a new one for me. And they also know that no other Quaker products were impacted, which, again, is there a list? Oh, they didn't give us a list specifically. But again, they say no. Granted, I know it's a huge company. They own hundreds of brands and that uh, labels and food products. But to say that you know, no other Quaker products were impacted, again, they just said 40 products were impacted. And again, it looks like they have a picture of the, I guess there's an example of the tree granola bars, which... We're probably the most well-known product when I was a kid. I know a lot of folks who were buying the actual oats that you would buy with the old guy on it. But, yeah, I think, you know, that was a treat back in the day, a little old shoot. Now, granted, I, of course, uh, I'll admit, I was a weird kid who actually liked the oatmeal raisin ones. I thought those were delicious as a child. 
Granted, as an adult now, I know it's basically just a candy bar in terms of nutrition facts, but nevertheless, it was a good treat back in the day. Now, it looks like specifically there's a bunch of chewy bars being listed here. They don't give a whole list. They And they noted that, you know, infants and those 65 age or older, people with weakened immune systems are more likely to develop severe infections and should be especially cautious according, this according to the CDC. And they say that most people with a seminal infection experience symptoms such as diarrhea, fever, and stomach cramps, which may occur hours or days after infection, though some do not develop symptoms for several weeks. In rare cases, the infection can be fatal, but thankfully, the silver lining is that it's very rare. So I'd be interested to see how quickly they can get ahead of this in terms of, I'm, is this, are any parents going to care? I, I don't think adults buy chewy bars, really, but do you think it's really going to damage their brand? Are a lot of people going to turn sour with the idea of buying Quaker Oats products because of this recall? Or because they got ahead of it so quickly and there hasn't been any major negative headlines about Billy it? Billy saved big on a Bluetooth speaker with Amazon's last-minute deals. Good old... And now... Oh, you got to be kidding me. Good old pop bus. Thanks, ABC News. All the pop-up banners weren't enough. They had to get a video clip in there as well. But got rid of it as soon as I could. So let me know, do you think it's going to be a huge business blunder where their sales are actually going to be impacted severely? Or is it not even hurt the sales like nine by 1% and no one will even notice? But nevertheless, having such a big product where again, you're no, to me, that's the biggest product that people know about. It's the biggest brand is the Chewy Bars. And of course they own a bunch of other brands, but that's the, to me, that's the big brand of the intellectual property that they own. And to have a recall that affects your major brand, that's, that's gotta be the business blunder of the day. Thank you everyone again for taking the time to tune in today. Again, I'm trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of December. So if you click that button, I greatly appreciate it. Also, leaving a comment is a great way to give me some additional feedback on how I can make the show better. I am trying to enunciate more and slow down my rate of speech. However, it is a long-term thing I'm trying to fix. So I appreciate your patience. But the more you call out, the more I'll put focus on it. And I appreciate the feedback as we try to make the show better and better. Lastly, don't forget to take time to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone. Just stay safe and fight the good fight.